But then I spent so many nights thinking how you did me wrong. And I grew strong. And I learned how to do it. Look out! The lever! Get away from that lever! Don't blow us all to atoms! Welcome, everyone. Hey, how's this it going? Is, this is unprecedented. We've never done this before. This is a live streaming episode of That Record Got Me High podcast. I'm Rob Elba. I'm Erin Lee. Hi, how's it going? I, I, we've never done this before. Probably may never do it again. I don't know. It may just be. I mean, it, it sounded like a good idea. Right? I, I was feeling it. Uh, yeah. You know, maybe people want to see, if, uh, you know, listeners of the show may want to, you know, just see how it's done. Well, this is it, basically. People. <laughs> we sit in front of mics and, uh, and you know, talk about music. Yeah. All right. So let me get. Uh, oops, drop my phone. <laughs> We're off to a rolling good start. And the thing is, that's funny, is that like when I when the episode actually comes out, I'm going to edit it like I edit the episodes. Right. But this you're seeing it raw. So yeah, I will edit this eventually. Okay. But you guys are getting the raw episode. So that's yeah. pretty exciting. I'm sure they're excited, right? I yeah, absolutely. They should be <laughs> are you excited, Erin. Excited, Yes. I feel like you're not that excited. Dude, um, all right, I've before, been excited forever for this. All right. Uh, before anything else, I want to announce a patron, our newest patron to That Record Got Me I podcast. Welcome, Marsha Potts. Marsha Potts, welcome. Yes. And uh, you could become a patron. Just go to patreon.com forward slash TRGMH and you can become a patron of the podcast. But Aaron, we're not here to talk about that. What are we here to talk about? We're here to talk about Frank Turner. Frank Turner and which Tape that part. Thank God. You know, I had a nightmare the other night. I didn't really, but I'm saying this for effect. But that you, you said, uh, Dave Matthews. We're going to talk about <laughs> Dave Matthews' band. Because like Aaron, uh, all right. By the way, I didn't introduce you properly. Aaron, uh, you're the host of Right Here, uh, Live Tuesdays with Aaron Lee. Yes, yes. At Live Apparatus, which you just had your last show of the season, I guess. Yes, last yesterday, last yesterday. night. Okay. Two, two nights in a row here at Apparatus. Yes. Uh, right Here, Live Apparatus. Also, Yuri. Psychic, can we say that? Yeah, absolutely. You're a psychic we can. and psychic Reiki. Reiki reader. Yeah. I don't Re- know what that is. Reiki yeah. practitioner. Energy <laughs> healing. You've explained it to me before and I, I still have. don't tell I know you I have. Know. I'm sorry. But I, I said, I'm so, trying, man. I'm sure I'm, <laughs> whatever it is, I have no doubt Erin is really good at it because well, she's thank the, real, you. Yeah, the real deal. And you could go to the uh, goldenhearthealer.com. Yes. Yeah, if you want to learn more about that. Thank you. But I also know you're obviously you're a huge music fan. Tremendous, yes. Yes, tremendous. More, I, I have a lot of guests on the show and I say, you're a bigger fan of music than I am, but I, you really are. Because, all right, so we're talking about Frank Turner, which, I, and this is his fifth studio album. Yep. Uh, English, for those who don't know, English singer-songwriter Frank Turner. This one came out in 2013. So... I had heard a couple years ago, someone gave me a mixtape. Uh, it was Jeff Hodep, actually, on New Year's Eve, gave me a New Year's mixtape, and Frank Turner, uh, Glory Hallelujah, the song by Frank Turner. Okay. Brothers and sisters, have you heard the news? The storm has lifted and there's nothing to lose. So swap your confirmation for your dancing shoes, because there never was no God. Step out of the darkness and onto the streets. Forget about the fast, let's have a carnival feast 
Raise up your lowered head and hear the liberation beat Because there never was no God And there is no great, I love that Yeah And I, I actually found it and I listened to it a couple more times And then that was it I didn't say, oh, I'll probably <laughs> I need to dig in I need to, I know, but it's hard I do this and like every week I have to do a new record So it's hard But you're obviously someone So when did you first become a fan of Frank? Uh, it was via this record actually in 2013. Oh, it was. Yes. Oh, okay, so you're kind of. Oh, oh, right. But this came out in 2013 because yes. I've known you've liked him for a couple years now. Yes. Yes. Oh, so this was the record that got you. Yes, this okay. was the record that got me. All right. And you know what? I could see. I could see that because it is. All right. So he's like I said, British, but he recorded this in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and he recorded it with Rich Custy, who he's like this big time producer. He's produced Muse and. My Chemical Romance. Okay. See, I didn't even know that. Yeah. I didn't know who he worked with for this. Oh, so, and, and also hip-hop and electronic <laughs> acts, but he, uh, so this is Frank's first record that he recorded outside of the UK, and this record definitely has a production value and a sheen. Yes. I think of other bands that, that you like and what you're into. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So that was good that it, that it grabbed you. I think this really grabbed you. But the songs on it are great. I mean, this album... This is great. I've been listening to this album, and and I am gonna go back and listen because I did go back and listen to the record that uh, Glory Hallelujah is on, which is England uh, Keep My Bones. Yes, which came out in 2011. That's a good one too. Yeah, and you, but then you told me, oh, I was gonna pick this, but I was gonna pick his new because so he has something <laughs> else out, Ralph. Uh, well, he he okay. So I was back and forth. I mean, literally until the last minute when we first talked about me doing Frank Turner in general. I was between this record and the one that follows it, which is called Positive Songs for Negative People. I got me a shovel And I'm digging a ditch Oh, really? Yes. Oh, okay. Like, and he actually has a new one coming out fairly soon, but I can't remember the release date. But in any event, this record and Positive Songs for Negative People are both really good beginning to end, all the way through solid, yeah, amazing. It is. It is a good, and, uh, great record. Yeah. And so I told you, you know, when we had a conversation about it, I'm like, check out the one that precedes it, which is England Keep My Bones, and the one after it, which is Positive Songs for Negative People. You may have told me that. I did not do that. <laughs> I didn't expect you would before we sat down here tonight, but I just mean in general down the road. Oh, okay, right, yeah. No, and I did, but I will check out. I know, see, but that's what I mean. You're a good fan because you like someone and then you'll actually listen to their yes. other records and, and that's good. That's how fans should be. Yes, I was introduced to him when this record came out, but then I went, okay, well, I really like this. What else will I like right, by him? Right. Which is good. That's what every artist wants a fan to be yes. like. They can and, do. And also there's a lot of times where people are like, they like the one record and nothing else, or yeah, they right, only like right. the singles or. Yeah. Which happens sometimes, but at least you have to give it a shot. To yes. A chance. Or it's like, oh, I don't like their new shit. And I'm like, no, I love their new shit. I know. See, that's another thing I know. Cause I know some bands that I maybe liked and, and I just, 
fell off with and you still champion you know oh no it's good it's different but it's still good and that's yes. great you know that's great I can't we can't all be that uh, up and positive though, right? <laughs> and some people we have to balance out but the, the for sure people, yeah have to balance you out <laughs> a little bit all right so a couple more things about this record did you know that it has a connection a, a South Florida well not a South Florida Florida connection to the record no I did not the album cover was done by a woman named Heather Ann Law who is a tattoo artist in Orlando Florida no and kidding. she's one of Frank's favorite uh, tattoo artists because he's big on tattoos he's got a yeah. lot of tattoos yeah so she designed this cover I love the album artwork for this and a, and a lot of people do get it as tattoos right okay well see so you didn't so you know you loved it I knew but it that had yes a, it had a Florida uh, connection huh. so okay so Frank Turner and he's got so Frank Turner and the Sleeping Souls his band is yes. the Sleeping Souls great band these guys are great players mm-hmm. Um, there's just, uh, he's, he's, uh, obviously lead vocals and he plays guitars, but you've got Ben Lloyd on guitar, Tarrant Anderson on bass, Matt Nasir on mm-hmm. piano. Great piano. Yeah. The piano on this is, is great. It's yes. top notch. Nigel Power on, uh, Powell on drums. Mm-hmm. Great drummer. And a lot of extra people playing it too. There's a lot of extra music and it's just, like I said, it's it's very for those who some people don't like things really produced and it I is, do yeah you do I, <laughs> I know. do I You're love things well what was the last record we did Panic at the Disco Panic at the Disco which it's ta- super it's produced so produced it is so produced. but that's your real but that's fine you like what you like mm-hmm. but uh, these songs are songs that he does because I saw on YouTube that he'll just play by himself yes acoustic and they're still great yeah, absolutely. And you saw him, so you've seen him. Uh, I've seen him like six times. You have? Okay. Yes. See, that's what I mean. She's like a fan. She's I'm like hardcore, fan. yes. She's hardcore. If she I is. love somebody, I really love them. Yeah. So have you <laughs> seen him do just by himself, solo stuff too? Um, uh, Yes, at an in-store appearance at Radioactive Records. Oh, nice. Yeah. Why didn't I go to that, Aaron? What's the matter with me? We talked about it after the fact. It oh, was okay. it was two years ago, and you're like, "Oh, there's Aaron." Go- you were you were giving me shit. You're like, "There's Aaron going to a Frank Turner show again." <laughs> I don't believe that doesn't sound like me. <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, Rob, next time come with me." But there I hasn't know. been a next time because that was just pre-pandemic. Oh, uh, so sad. Um, all right. Well, this but this thankfully this record recorded before the pandemic. Oh, one thing we didn't mention: this is like a uh, breakup record. Yes, very much a breakup record. All right. So him. Uh, Obviously, he went through a breakup. You know what I was thinking? I don't know. I was going to save it, but he's like, it, some of it reminded me, he's like a Taylor Swift for like uh, Gen Xers, like oh, aging Jesus. Gen Xers. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Is that fair? A little fair? I, no. <laughs> well, I, we'll see. We'll listen to it and we'll see if you guys think. But um, I see where you're coming from, but I just. You, you don't want it to be true. No, I just don't like Taylor Swift. <laughs> all right, well, all right. Um, you don't have to be a hater. I didn't. I am. Yeah, <laughs> you are. I'm well, a hater. you know, one thing I noticed, and I think have you told me this before? You're more of a fan, like guy singer. Yes. You're not a big as big a fan of of, of female singers. Female singers, I, and that's fine. You're allowed. You know, for sure. We, we I like have what we like. I have my my handful of of front women that I like, and actually. I like a lot of local female singers more oh, than... Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Yes, you're a big supporter of local music, so Indeed. that's good. yeah. All right, that's fair. You're allowed to say that. Like Woody Allen says, the heart wants what the heart wants. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so uh, one other thing, he has stated that a tape deck card is what? Is someone who has a love of music above any, anything else. Yes. So that's part... I don't. I wouldn't say it's above anything else. Uh, obviously, uh, Luis and uh, Jonas, maybe you love a little more. Yeah. But music's right up there, right? For sure. Yes, Very much so. All right. So like I said, it's a uh, breakup song for... Sh- uh, breakup record for sure. 
very autobiographical, mm-hmm. right? You could yes. tell this guy's like laying it out there. For sure. Everything on your sleeve. It, he is. All right. So let's, uh, the first track is a great track. Great way to open a record. Recovery. Blacking in and out in a strange flat in East London Somebody I don't really know just gave me something to help settle me down And to stop me from always thinking about you And you know your life is heading in a questionable direction When you're up for days of strangers and you can't remember anything Except the way you sounded when you told me you didn't know what I should do It's a long road up to recover Like every other day And just like every boring blues song I get swallowed by the pain And so I fumble for your figure in the darkness Just to make it go away But you're not lying there any longer And I know that that's my fault So I've been pounding on the floor And I've been crawling up the walls And I've been dipping in my darkness With serotonin boosters Cider and some kind of smelling salts So he's, uh, so he's a uh, young, pretty young guy Because he was turning... He's my 30. age. He, oh, he's yeah, well, young. Like I said, he's young. <laughs> but 30, he was turning 30 like around when this was coming out. Mm-hmm. So that also, you could tell he's kind of singing about, you know, just getting through maybe, I don't know, maybe it was his first real heartbreak, real big heartbreak and sort yeah. of recovering from that. So that's kind of like what the song is like. It's kind of like a dual thing, right? Yeah. And, you know, I, I think that it's incredibly relatable because by that point in your life, we've all had that real serious heartbreak where you know you're trying to drown it in in your drown your sorrows and drinking and going out every night yeah and, yeah that uh, that's what he's saying yeah about. yeah right 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 yeah uh, blacking out in a strange flat in east london somebody i don't really know just gave me something so yeah he's, yeah uh, but um he uh yeah he's a really good uh, songwriter though because he uh like i said they're very autobiographical but he's really good at painting uh Picture, Painting a right? picture, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, uh, like, so how did how, how did you hear this? Like, how did you discover it? You so, uh, yeah, a friend of mine, James Riley, um, that I've been friends with since high school, I had posted on Facebook that I was looking for new music to listen to. And he commented and he said, you really need to give Frank Turner a listen. And I went through, and I didn't listen to everything that everyone suggested that day, because when I post something like that, I get hundreds of oh, responses. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Because I know a ton of people and I know a lot of people who love music. So, um, but I took James's suggestion to heart and I saw that this had just been released pretty recently. So, you know, I started kind of going down the rabbit hole a little bit. And then um, towards the the end of the same year that I got into this record, it was maybe three months later that he came and played Culture Room. Oh, okay. So I got to see him live almost immediately after getting into him. And he's phenomenal live but we'll get into that more later okay yeah i actually saw some youtube videos and he is he's yeah. great all right so listen to the second track it is called losing days Quick shop After every slip 
Banjo, and do you know who she is? Yeah, she's Rob Schneider's daughter. Yeah, she's Rob yeah. Schneider's daughter. How funny is that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so she's I didn't know she this. was on that, though. That's so funny. I learned yeah, that's something new today. Well, there you go. That's what we're here for. Go figure. Um, all right, so this next one, th- things get darker. A little emo darker, but darker with uh, a plain sailing weather, which he, he throws out for someone that's, uh, he throws out a fairly large amount of F-bombs on this. I love, lyrically, I love this song a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. This I is a really, really yeah. Like, this is... It's just the the <laughs> give me one fine day of plain sailing weather and I can fuck up anything. That's oh yeah, right. Perfect. Well, like relate with that. Can you relate to that a little? Or maybe your past self could relate. To I, that yes, little. absolutely. My past self can relate to that All for right, sure. Let's listen to a little bit of plain sailing weather. Just give me one fine day of plain sailing weather and I can fuck up anything, anything. It was a wonderful life when we were together and now I've fucked up every little goddamn thing. Amelie lied to me, this was supposed to be easy. I found the one damn person to help me fall asleep in the night. Sleeping gets tiring. And dark reminds me of dying And as long as this feeble heart is still beating You will find me rushing through every room Switching on all the lights The problem with falling in love in late night bars Is that there's always more nights, there's always more bars The problem with showing your love of your scars Is that everybody's lover is covered in scars So give me one fine day of pain sailing Those are really good lyrics. Now, yes. you can't picture T Swift singing this, Taylor Swift singing this. I can. Her lyrics are so nana nana boo boo. I well, hate the like. The, I guess yeah. This is like the, the, the like right. the playground like. I really you know. You All right, know, I'm not gonna get you going. Anymore. You know, because I'll go. I'll no, go. No, no, I don't want it. Uh, I try to be nice, Rob. Don't I make know. don't make me ruin my reputation on your no, podcast. That, well, well, this will be the podcast where you ruin your reputation. Uh, Juan, how we doing? Anyone, anyone try? Anyone have any questions yet? Anyone have any well, comments? Uh, Todd Nolan wants to know if you guys are in a truck trailer. A D- truck trailer. Uh-huh. So he's a comedian. He's doing his uh, routine, a little uh, comedy routine. The shtick. Yeah, if you will. <laughs> anyone else besides Todd Nolan <laughs> have anything to say? Um, Mark. <laughs> Uh, Mark Garita says my girlfriend who likes Taylor Swift might like this album. Oh, geez. yeah, no, she would for sure, Mark. She would. So there you go. I'm not having it. Whatever. <laughs> I'm so not that. having it. Dave Matt, you want me to bring uh, Dave Matthews band? Bring him into the picture, and then I, we'll, we'll really get into some real shit. I mean, listen. All right, whatever. If you want right. to go down that road, no, I don't want to go down that road. <laughs> trust me. All right, uh, on this. Uh, oh, you know what? Do you know there's a, a Oregon band called the uh, Decemberists? Are you familiar with them? The sort Decemberist? of. Yes. He his singing sometimes reminds me of Colin Malone, who's yeah. the singer for yeah, yeah. Decemberists. On this one especially, let's listen to Good and. Gone. I have searched for you Darkness of a dozen dingy dance floors And countless queues of cafes in the suburbs Bed clothes of a thousand strangers' bedrooms 
I have yearned for you In the airless hearts of international airports In the hollow hell of many hundred hotels Solitary stillness of the early hours And I still do Sometimes the things you need are right back where you started from So fuck you Hollywood Fuck you Hollywood Oh there's a great too Um yeah, but they they both uh, the reason I thought he reminded me of uh, Colin Malloy a little. They both have this very like clear plaintive quality to their voice, you know. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, you're just very like clear and in your face, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, good though. I mean, it's really good. But yeah, the lyrics in this one are really good. Yeah, he's an amazing lyricist. I I love how and you know go even going back to recovery where it paints such a vivid picture of like you can imagine yourself in that scenario as you're listening to the music i think that's what grabbed me to begin with honestly yeah uh yeah when he says fuck you hollywood for teaching us that love was free and easy for dressing all our daughters as princesses for gulling us with tales of happy endings yeah and then he says fuck you motley crew which is hysterical like <laughs> yes. he's all of a sudden mad at motley, motley yeah. crew for charming us with access and with excess for telling yeah. tales that leave out all the dots so i was like fuck you motley crew <laughs> <laughs> i thought that was great it yeah and great. he's and he's so like matter of fact about it like you said this kid's just yeah. He is, but this I feel like uh, not knowing him at all. This is a real growing album for him. Yeah, was. definitely. Yeah, probably him feeling growing from he was because I'm sure he he was a punk rock kid in England. Yes, so he was probably pretty wild. And and by now at this point he's happily married and. Oh okay, all right, yeah. that's nice. So now when you saw him, did you meet him at all? You you met I him. I have right? met him. Yes. Picture. Yeah, you sent me. I'll, you sent me a picture of you and him. I did. And was he, when you saw him at Radioactive, was he playing songs from uh, this album? Um, no. When I saw him at Radioactive, it was 2019. He was playing... Um, oh, okay. So this was older already. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. I get it. Yeah. Um, but this is the this is the one that got you high because this is the first one you Yes. Got. And it is. It's really great. All right. So now he's naming the girl. He names the girl in this next one. Amy. That, Amy. Yes. So there is an... There is a... Frank Turner fans get when you get into the Frank lore right it, it's called the Amy trilogy there are three songs that reference this particular and it's yeah, not poor Amy <laughs> but it's an embodiment of several relationships okay. it's not specific to she you know he picked a name and went with it it's not okay like, it's right. not my All ex-girlfriend right. is Amy so um England keep my bones has one song that's part of the Amy trilogy this one has one that's part of the Amy trilogy and then there's one more. Um, but the the three tell the story of the relationship. Oh, okay. I'm sure whoever, whatever girls are involved, broke broke his I'm heart sure pretty bad. Thrilled. I'm sure they're thrilled that <laughs> these like, songs exist. Yeah, they're like, oh, that's me. Shit. <laughs> All right. Well, tell. This is definitely one of the uh, one of the Amy trilogy. Let's listen to Telltale Signs. God damn it, Amy We're not kids anymore You can't just keep wanting out of my life Leaving clothes on my bedroom floor Like nothing really matters Like pain doesn't hurt 
You should mean more to me by now Than just heartbreak and a short sky You kinda remind me of scars on my arms That I made when I was a kid With a disassembled disposable razor I stole from my dad When I thought that suffering was something profound That weighed down on wise hands And not just something to be avoided Something normal people try. So this is pretty heavy shit, right? This is it's like seriously pretty heavy raw shit. and emotional. Yeah. What's he talking? What's he singing about? Partially, he's singing about uh, scar, like scars that that he did to himself. Yeah. Himself with with a razor when yeah. he was younger. Yeah. You know, it, it's the kind of thing where I I do not personally have that experience, but I had a lot of friends who, you know, that yeah. that was their way of coping emotionally. Right, right, right. And you know, he he subsequently talks about. Um, mental health and, and mental wellness on a lot of his songs and, and records after this. Oh, okay, good. And good yeah, and you know, getting getting better and get and he's very open talking about being in therapy and doing things like that. that yeah, you know, and it's it's incredible. It's funny because you had the conversation earlier with Jonas about mental health, and now we're having that conversation. That's right. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, I just rec- I recorded an earlier episode with Jonas and yep. son uh, that will come out. Uh, it'll come out in a week or two. It'll be a Bonus episode with 12-year-old Jonas. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, 21 Pilots uh, band I knew nothing about. Not, not as crazy about it as I am with Frank Turner. But <laughs> That's what, okay. You know, it, it's okay. It's, but yeah, it's for the kids, Rob. It is. It's for the, It's not for me. It's for the kids. <laughs> but yeah, the same conversation about mental health. And, and you know, that's great that people, uh, you know, can use the, the music to get it out of themselves. And obviously it helps a lot of other people. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, you know, and again, to, going back to what we were talking about before, just having those relatable life experiences where you, like you've had that you know, that breakup or that failed relationship where, or where it's not even a relationship where you're just kind of in and out of each other's lives and, and you end up getting hurt really badly by it and hurting the other person. And it's just, I, it's such a relatable record on that level that even though I wasn't going through a breakup at the time, it just grabbed me in that way. Yes. All right. Well, cool. Well, this one, I, I, did mention uh, to Jonas that it, it's my favorite uh, song in the record. And it was his favorite song in the record. Yes. Uh, and it's it's great. I just love it. This one actually reminded me a, a little of Queen. I'm a big Queen fan. And this oh, kind of yeah. reminded me of Queen because it's got like different parts to it. I don't know if we're going to hear them all right now. But this is such a good song. It's called Four Simple Words. Because we're all so very 21st. Sanctuary You're probably listening to me On some kind of portable stereo Maybe you're sitting on the back of the bus Or it's running up your sleeve And you're across from your boss Or you're sitting in your bedroom on your own With the lights down low I'd like to teach you four simple words So the next time you come to a show You could sing those words back at me Like they're the only words that you know I want to dance I want to dance I want lust and love and a smattering of romance But 
I'm no good at dancing And yet I have to do something Tonight I'm gonna play it straight I'm gonna take my chance I want to dance So you can tell this producer, you can tell you produce My Chemical Romance and Foo Fighters and all that. Yeah. I mean, it has that, uh, you know, that that just uh, the change of pace and the dynamics, but it's still, it's a great song. Though, I right? love, yes, I love the change of pace. There's a couple things I want to say about this song, actually. So, um, one, it reminds me of our scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. A he's, lot. Yeah, because that's what he's not saying. He's, the four simple words are, I want to dance, but he's, he's not singing about dancing. Exactly. It's, it's the gathering and that and i mean it could be anybody's scene but it to me when i think about it i think of like showing up to poorhouse and my favorite band is playing right and exactly. all of my friends are there yeah, and we're yeah. having a beer and we're singing and dancing enjoying, and we're having it's a just good about time enjoying what 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 your shit is what your scene is whatever it is and, and not and not giving a exactly not giving a fuck because he yes, says that in there yeah exactly you, you a, yeah so it is it's great and the other thing i want to say about it is um the first time i saw him perform it live he you know, we talked before we touched briefly on how amazing he is live, but uh, he made it a point to say, if you've never heard this song before, I'm going to tell you what the four simple words are. And he it really engaged the crowd with, I want you to shout it back at me. I want you to feel like you're involved in, in this process and right. in, in the performance. And literally everybody's arm in arm, jumping up and down. Like it was the crate, like, the things that I see at his shows are not common at all shows. Yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. yeah. That, that's awesome. Um, yeah. All right. So now we get another. Oh, by the way, Juan, how are we doing? Any other smart comments from uh, Todd Nolan or is anyone else? Uh, oh, well, let's see. Uh, peanut gallery. Mr. Steve Meichner says, Mitchner. looks and sounds very professional. Oh, well, thank you. Steve. Oh, well, look at that. You, Steve. And, uh, oh. Aaron says hi everyone. I did say hi everybody. <laughs> I was trying to get a, trying to, to to get some engagement going, get people Thank talking. Thank you, Aaron. Uh, they're just probably they're they're just like still confused. Like what am I what am I seeing here? No, they're mesmerized um, by our awesomeness. There you go. That's what I meant. All right, another really good song. At first, uh, nostalgia. This seems like uh, nostalgia, but I think it's more than that. Uh, and it's called Polaroid Picture. Man, we used to be brothers. Superheroes and warriors Cowboys and Indians Train drivers Everything rolling through the endless summers But everything changes You got married, had children And I don't have your number The one I can remember Is the place you used to live with your parents but in the stillness of the moment it takes for a Polaroid picture to capture our faces forever The world is trying to touch on its axis But the only thing certain is everything changes when they close this story up. At the end of last summer 
So he's singing about the closing of a real club in London, mm-hmm. Astoria. But it's like, I feel like he's really singing about just, he's singing about enjoying things while they're there. Yes. You know, so it's not nostalgia so much. It's just a, a Polaroid, that's why it's called Polaroid picture. It's like, okay, that was there, it happened, it's gone, but it's okay. Just make sure that when you're going through it and everything, you enjoy it. Yeah, right? that you're present. Right, exactly. And that, that you capture that moment in time. Yeah. You do that, right? Yes, very much so. Yeah, I got to do that more. Yeah. What's what's wrong with me? Um, <laughs> it reminded me of uh, Churchill's, like when uh, recently Churchill's were closed, but I don't know. Is Churchill's closed? No one I think knows. it's still closed, yeah. But to me, I know you don't have, because you're younger, you don't have the fond memories that I do of Churchill's. Right. But it's like, it felt sad, like originally, like, oh shit, the Churchill's not going to be there. But then I thought about it, and it's like, nah, I, I You had a lot of good memories oh my God, there. Yeah. yeah, so many memories, and it's like, yeah, who cares? The place is a shithole. It's disgusting, so it's fine. <laughs> um, that's, you know, anti nostalgia. All right, so this one, uh, this next one is Fisher King Blues. I don't know if it's about anything specific, but it definitely gives me uh, like a feeling. It's like a mood. I think this is like a mood song, you know? Yep. Play yeah. it and then I'll tell you my observation on okay, it. Okay, awesome. Let's listen to a little bit of the Fisher King. Parents, don't be too kind to your kids. Or else how will they grow up to be? Laos Parisian sinners Nashville country singers Singing about the terrible things their parents did Sparing with the truth Break their hearts if that's what you must do Fill them with remorse Tinged with hope of course And let their baser instincts pull them through Though it seems a little strange This is a really nice song, but I don't know what what's he going on about, Aaron. Do you know? <laughs> so I think once again, it's kind of like a like introspection and, and about growing up and and how, how the way he was raised. But also, this is this is not um, the meat and bones of the song itself. But something I noticed since I've revisited this record uh, over the last couple of weeks in preparation for for coming here to talk to you is that um, recently he was on tour with Counting Crows. And when they first announced that, I was like, "Huh, that's kind of interesting." I wouldn't, right. have, I wouldn't have put I wouldn't have put Frank Turner <laughs> yeah, and Counting Crows together. And and uh, and I, when I was a teenager, I loved Counting Crows. Like right. they they first you know came into existence when I was of an age where it you know yeah. grabbed me and whatever. That's right. another record that got me high for another time. But anyway, yeah. I was like, that seems unlikely that they would be together. You know, folk punk and then and then kind of like folk rock whatever. Anyway, it's right. but then I um. 
he had made a post on Instagram where he had posted a picture of himself from like way back when, when he was that age as well. Cause again, we're the same age and talking about counting crows being like the first thing he learned on acoustic guitar, how to play. Oh, yeah, he was probably a big fan too. And this song actually yeah. sounds, Correct. It, it sounds, sounds like, like counting thing. crows. It really does, it's yeah. got that syncopated yep. rhythm to it. That, it totally does. and, and I didn't notice it on the outset of, of listening to this initially, but right. now, now having that knowledge that I have, I'm like, shit, this does sound like counting crows. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. And that's, uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah and it's just the whole ending with all you uh, broken boys and girls with your tattered flags on girl, fix yourselves and fix the Fisher King. It just feels important. Even yes. if it's not, it just it just has this uh, <laughs> feeling, which is kind of how counting crows were, too. For right? sure. So where yeah. sometimes it's like you... It's like a fictional character that you're trying to figure out what the narrative is. Yeah, but you're, exactly. It, but then you're like, so you're, it, the song's so damn catchy that it doesn't even matter exactly, anyway. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right, so this next one anymore, another broken heart uh, breakup song, probably the most brutal one on the record. Yeah. Anymore, right? Let's listen to a little bit of Anymore. The single saddest thing I ever heard you say was on the day I told you I had to go away. You said, darling baby, please, if you really mean to leave, can't I just hold you a little while longer? And the single hardest thing that I ever had to do was take your arms from around me and walk away from you. And I know I shouldn't have kissed you as I left, darling, I should have been stronger. Not with a bang, but with a whimper It wasn't hard, it was kind of simple Three short steps from your bed to your door Darling, I can't look you in the eyes now Tell you that I'm sure If I love you anymore so this is a heavy one because he's basically telling someone that like I'm not in love with you anymore. Love them. Yeah, that, that lyric about uh, ha- the hardest thing I've ever had to do was to was take your. Uh, I'm gonna butcher it. Where he says, uh, like basically, like walk away from you, pull pull away from yeah, and embrace right, from right, you. Like yeah. God, that just hits it's, you like right in the. I know. And there's oof. a there's a website song facts that I use a lot for the show. Actually, it's good because it gives you little factoids on songs. And actually, in this one, he he said that the girl who this is about she knew this is about him and she contacted him <laughs> and said you motherfucker she was like mad and he sort of and he he's kind of finessed it said well it, it like fit in with the album you know i just wanted to make it your theme you know but it was like uh yeah it was it must have been pretty brutal ouch and i know ouch is right and one thing i didn't mention for the song before the fish king blues just that first line parents don't be too kind to your kids i, I pointed to you you sure did i did well you know i always think that i always think yeah you treat your kids good but yeah don't treat them that good because then you know, they need some know. reality too. They need a little bit of reality. Yeah. That's all. I'm not. I don't want to judge you. You're you're a great mom, and <laughs> well, Jonas <thanks>. is great. <laughs> uh, when you guys hear the episode, you'll see how great Jonas is. Aww. Um All right. So this next one, oh brother, actually hit me personally hard because you know what this song's about, right? Yes. All right. Uh, yeah. It, it's so it's basically a love song, but it's a love song for a friend, like a friend that he started playing music with. Yes. And that's something uh, you know. 
people in bands know there's like you make friend the, the friendship you get with someone that you first form a band with which we were talking earlier you end up hating people in your bands usually <laughs> but just usually you get this friendship uh, that is like a bond that's like your brother and that's what he's singing about someone that this this guy it's a real guy that his friend that uh, Frank Turner I guess didn't have any brothers but this guy was his yep. brother and, uh, yeah it's just a really pretty He said, I remember reading this in an interview at, at one point, he's like, nobody writes songs about like platonic male friendships. Yeah, right, exactly. I was thinking that. Yeah. And I go, wow, that's really unusual. I, I don't remember too many songs like that. Exactly. Yeah. So he's like, I wanted to make it a point to do a tribute to my friend because yeah. I care about him. I love him. He's like a brother to oh, me. Oh, I know. And I totally get it. And this guy's still alive. Like I made me, of course, think of Dan Hosker. I was 28 right. years, my best friend. Yeah. You know, I played in a band with, no longer he's been gone almost 10 years now. But yeah, it just hit me hard because like I said, you just get that connection with someone you know mm-hmm. that uh you know it, it it lasts your whole life one i feel like uh we're not uh, using you enough you uh, utilizing you i'm sorry do anything you'd like to say do anyone else uh chime in with anything interesting well let's see uh hillary doherty says frank turner shows are the best yes nice thank you hillary says, and, and i have a question about that mouse pad <laughs> uh, oh the, the Ouija board. Yeah, Ouija is, board is that how you justify endless internet browsing? <laughs> yeah. <right>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we don't know much about being a being psychic or being a Reiki, but we got the Ouija board mouse. Oh, yeah, pad. that's right. Yeah, well, it all ties in, right? It's, it's Yeah. Anything else, Juan? <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm good, thanks. Okay. Uh, I feel much better now. Thank you, Hillary. <laughs> Hillary, uh, uh, actually, I know Hillary has a great podcast herself, the Muck Podcast. You guys uh, should yes. check it out. Oh, it's awesome. Political. If you like, if you like uh, hating on uh, politicians, I follow uh, her as well. Yeah, she's awesome, and she lo- she's a huge Frank Turner fan. Yeah. All right, so we get to the uh, final. I think yeah, the final song on the record, and this is like a really, it's kind of a strange album closer because it's not really like anything else on the record, right? Yeah, well, aside the, from the fact that it's another breakup song, but yes. It, well, yeah, it is. But, uh, <laughs> you know, so thematically it fits, but musically it's it's kind totally of Totally different. It's very, it's very understated and very... Um, uh, and I guess, uh, you know, in reading, he originally wanted the album to not have English because he, he's known as such an English performer and he sings with this thick English accent. Right. So he wanted it to have no Englishness, but this it, it definitely creeps in on some oh, songs. Oh, for sure, yeah. And this one it did uh, as well. Uh, but it's a great song anyway. Let's listen to a little bit of Broken Piano. As I walked out one morning fair I found myself drawn thoughtlessly 
Back to the place we used to live And you still do now without me Around back away from the road Behind the bins beneath your window I found the hole, a rusting bulb of a shattered old piano Someone torn out some of the keys With cruel can or thoughtlessly In such a way that one could only play Minor melody So I sat down in my sadness beneath your window, and I played sad songs on the minor keys of a broken piano. So this is kind of sad. Sad sack. I mean, come on. Picture he's sitting in his sadness. <laughs> that that imagery sad is ho- like horribly on the broken heart- piano. Heart wrenching, <laughs> right? Yeah, it is. So seeing, okay, the like I said, I I was into this record. I and I and inter- introduced to him just months prior to seeing him live for the first time. Oh, okay. So. Listening to it obsessively, as I do when I really get into a record, it's like every day, sometimes twice a day. Yeah, I, I get like. Well, this—I'll be honest with you—I did that with this record too. Because it's really, it's a really good record, and I'd get to this song, and then I go, ah, "I'm gonna listen to the record again." And I did, so yeah. <laughs> so I get it. With broken piano, I'm like, it's my favorite song on the record, by the way. Oh, okay, okay. And um, I think one because it stands out and it's so different than the rest. Yeah, it is. But also. Because it's so haunting. Yeah, it is. They're and very haunting, yes. So coming into Culture Room, I'm like, what are the odds he's going to play this song? Like, Right. Uh, it's it, it doesn't, you know, it's not like a, it's not like a, a, a barn burner. No. You know, you're not, you're no. not going to, you know, is he, is it, is it going to like kill the momentum of the show? Whatever the case may be. You know, I had my thoughts going into it of buzzkill, kind of a buzzkill. Right. right? I'm like For a live show. And I think. don't, and I don't ever sneak peeks at set lists ahead of time because I want to be surprised by what's played. Oh. So <laughs> I, so I came into it going, God, I hope he plays this song. Cause I know it's going to be amazing live. Right. And he did. And, um, it's, it started with um, just him and the piano on stage, and it was complete and total darkness, and him just singing by himself with the piano. And you have to think timeline-wise that, like I said, this is the year it came out. This is uh, just a couple months after. It, I think it came out, what, the beginning of the year, and then this is November that I saw him. Okay. And... Um, so, you know, it's written fresh within the last year or so prior. So right, the, the right. heartbreak is still fresh, I'm yeah. sure. And seeing him perform it, it was like it took everything out of him emotionally to play it. And I've never seen him play it again since. Oh, really? Oh, really. Okay. And like I said, I've seen him, what, like six times at this point. And so, but then there's this point where when the band kicks in, that the lights come up and everybody is there in the background playing their instruments. And it was just, visually, it was amazing. Orally, it was amazing. Like, I, I cannot properly convey with words how that 
performance struck me. Right. It was just amazing. Yeah. See, that's great. See, that's the great thing. I don't know. I don't go to hardly any live. I don't see bands anymore. I I think I need you to build me up to see yes. a band and get excited about yes, it. Yes, let's I go to a show together. Just listening to that, I go, oh, that sounds awesome. I would like God, that. God, it was amazing. And I know, it, once you go into a show and see it if it's a, a transcendent performance and that actually happens. But yes. Yeah, I don't know. I'm so, why am I so cynical? I mean, what's the matter? <laughs> yeah, that's why you need more of me in your life, I'm telling you. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, all right, so we did it. We uh, we talked about Frank Turner, uh, Tape Deck Heart, and we did our live. I don't know, Juan, what do you think? Was uh, anything else, anyone else chime in? Anything else uh, you have to say, Juan? No, I mean, we were entertained (laughs) even if nobody else was. (laughs) I'm just wondering. I I, I figured if nothing else, it would be interesting for people that listen to the podcast. So uh, if you uh, in your comments, let us know what you think of this. It's not something obviously I'm going to do all the time, but maybe once in a while it'd be fun. Also, people will watch it on the playback. So. Yeah, they'll watch it on the playback. Yeah. And I and I will, like I said, I will edit it, maybe put a little more music in uh, and whatnot. You know, just to uh, jazz it up. But uh, uh, one, I really, I want to thank, of course, Juan Onya and Live Apparatus. Yay! Yes. Thanks, Juan. And thank uh, you. you guys should de- de- definitely subscribe to the YouTube channel. And they do all sorts of cool uh, shows here. They have bands. They have, like, artists. They do, he does all sorts of cool things. And it's a... Uh, we have a big show December 3rd coming up at the Bridge with a whole bunch of bands where we're, we're going to be actually live. I'm hosting this this gig. On oh, December third in Miami. How are you? Got, how are you doing that? Uh, we're taking it mobile. Oh, really? Juan is loading everything into the van, and we're going to do a mobile oh broadcast God. operation. Sounds, I don't know. That sounds like it's going to be a train wreck, Juan. Are you going to be able to do this? Well, we already <laughs> pulled it off successfully one time at Bumblefest, and now we're going to do it Round with two. a live studio audience. Everything we've been doing these past couple okay. of years with an audience. I'm on yeah. board. I'm on board. I love it. And you um, were just talking about you wanting to go to a show, so... That's true. Go. All right. What's the date of that again? December 3rd. December Friday, 3rd. December 3rd. Uh, okay. The Bridge I'm in Miami. Right. They do great work. They work with uh, with uh, uh, Miami Girls Rock Camp, with Guitars Over Guns. Oh, okay. And, nice. Um, they're, they're just an uh, excellent studio. All right. Oh, and um, before we go off, we have a few more comments. Uh, Joey Maya says, Aaron was great. Rob was Rob. Okay. <laughs> of course. LOL. Of I'll course that, that was a thanks, and, uh, Joey. Todd Nolan says, I like it because it gives me a chance to be snarky. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The live chat element gives, right. you the, his, gives you the his snark. His wife and his son, I'm sure, are over it. So you know, he needs a, a new audience. <laughs> All right. Good, good for you. Todd. Oh, I miss you, Todd. Yeah, I don't miss him that much. <laughs> All right. Uh, don't forget. Yeah. Thanks again, Juan and uh, Live Apparatus. You could follow him also on Instagram at, at Live Apparatus, right? At Live Apparatus. And uh, yeah, like I said, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Also on uh, Instagram and Facebook, you could follow me at, at that record got me high. Also that Facebook group got me high. Uh, Margarita, I know, is listening. He's that's his uh, website that he's uh, Facebook group that he started. Thanks, uh, Mark. It's fun. Yeah, um, Aaron. Once again, the uh, Golden Heart Healer. The Golden Heart Healer. Com or yeah. Aaron Acevedo Psychic on Facebook. Oh, okay, okay. And then also they could follow you on Instagram at... At Aaron Acevedo Psychic, or for music things, at Aaron Lee Radio. There you go. So you get the full Aaron experience. Indeed. Um, All the facets. It was <laughs> great having you on. I thank you. I can't thank you enough that it's not Dave. You didn't pick a Dave Matthews band. I'm going to be honest with you. I think I think I would... 
I would say no to that. I would, I would say no. <laughs> I, haven't, as, I haven't even done that to you for that very reason. You haven't. I same, think same with Foo Fighters. I've spared you Foo Fighters well, and there's Dave. there's no Dave Matthews band allowed in the studio. Well, you know, that's it. Uh, oh, you, you know. guys. <laughs> you <laughs> guys. Um, you can hate Taylor Swift. We can hate Dave Matthews. Why, you know, why not? Uh, all right. Don't forget, guys, if you really like the show and you want to become a patron, you can go to patreon.com forward slash TRGMH. And you become a patron of the show, uh, or you know, not just uh, subscribe to it though. If you listen, it was uh, thanks for you, uh, for you who did listen <laughs> for all of you. <laughs> yeah, thanks again, Juan. Thank you, Aaron. I'm gonna play uh, close out. I'm gonna play the song that I first heard that that made me really love this guy. It's a live, uh, nice. live version of Glory Hallelujah. Glory Hallelujah, everyone. Thanks, Aaron. I'm Rob Elba. That record got me high podcast. We'll see you guys again. Step out of the darkness and onto the streets. Forget about the fast. Let's have a carnival feast. Raise up your lowered head to hear the liberation beat. Because there never was no God. And there is no God. So clap your hands together. There is no God. No heaven and no hell. There is no God. We're all in this together. There is no Yeah,